Welcome to Catherine Biro Show. I am especially grateful for today's guest. She has an incredible story to share with you. And let me introduce her first. Ambrim is a psychologist and founder of Psychology Talks. She is passionate about helping people understand the importance of psychology in their daily lives. 20 years ago, she embarked on a journey to write her book. She accumulated knowledge from observation, studying different fields, and studied thousands of lives to make her work more credible and relatable. She is passionate about understanding the human psyche and helping others gain insights into how the mind works to lead a successful life. She is actively spreading awareness and helping people to deal with mental health issues through through her counseling, writing, and live shows. She believes that lives can be transformed by sharing knowledge. She is on the mission to help humanity and eliminate suffering. Thank you so much for joining me today and being my guest. Yeah, thank you so much, Catherine, uh, for inviting me to the show. It's really an honor to be here. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure and honor. I love your work. I love everything you do, and I would like my audience to know a little bit more about you. Would you like to share your story and actually what what happened before you write, wrote your book? And tell us yeah. a little bit about the book, of course. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, actually, <clears throat> I uh, decided to write about this book 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's a story behind it that uh, why I actually wrote this book um, at like when I was young, basically, so my father actually lost a job. Mm-hmm. And then um, we faced some financial un- uh, instability. And then of course, we, uh, we were, we went to when we went through the timings that uh, we were not very financially stable, and we went through some hard time. And <clears throat> like, having seen the good times and then going through the bad times mm-hmm. uh, made me really depressed. And since like I was uh, only in the college, I thought that I may not be able to do my master's or my or I won't be able to complete or accomplish my goals. And to me that at that point in time, I thought that life will end for me. So at that point in time, I had like, I went to a, uh, went to a serious depression. And I thought that, you know, life can never get better. And because we are, we are stuck in that situation. And I had serious um, suicidal thoughts at that time. Mm. But then um, I realized that, uh, you know, uh, I think that life can be better. And I think that we can change the circumstances around us. And it's not the end of the life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then when I realized that, I, I thought that, you know, I need to change my thinking. It's not there something that, you know, life has come to an end. It's something that I'm unable to see the opportunities there in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point in time, I thought that, you know, I, it's it's the mindset I need to change. It's the thinking that I need to change. And I went through this change in thinking, the transformation in my uh, thought process. And, and then I realized that, you know, life is beautiful. It's not as I thought it was. And when I realized that, I thought that, you know, people need to know that. <laughs> people need to know that, you know, uh, we have something in our control 
and we can change our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you know, at that point in time, I was so young and like this concept is quite philosophical and related to some uh, really like people who are learned, knowledgeable. And I, I thought that, you know, like if it coming from me, people mm-hmm. won't believe me and wouldn't have that much of the credibility. And to be honest, at that point in time, of course, I didn't have that much that rich experience or knowledge Mm -hmm. and uh, so at that point in time I set myself uh, a goal a target uh, for 20 years and I decided that I'll write the book about this in 20 years there's another reason that why I gave myself 20 years uh, is because uh, at that point in time I of course didn't have that much resource I didn't know how to write a book I didn't know what to do with this I mean how would I publish and whatever so I thought that I need to collect all this information as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other reason was like coming from a background from an Eastern culture where there's a lot of pressure on women to uh, settle themselves in the personal life, you know, like, you know, getting married, having kids, because there's a lot of societal pressure. And, and people actually think that the only goal a woman can have is to get married and produce kids. So to be honest, I thought that, you know, I need to uh, do this as well and then start working on my goal. So I thought that all of this will require 20 years. So I that's why I gave myself 20 years where I thought that, you know, mm. I will settle myself in uh, personally and then I'll settle myself professionally. I'll establish my career and then I will write <laughs> my book. So that's a very brief story about uh, that how and wh- how I got into writing book and why I wrote the book. You're such a beautiful soul. Y- you have such a lovely energy. And we spoke on several occasions and I yeah. always enjoy talking to you. And I oh, also quiet. bought your book and I read it Thank and you. it's such an amazing resource. Tell us a little bit specifically about your book, Uh, the title, what do you cover? And and we we now know why, but, uh, you know, uh, when we we touch a life of one person, we're actually changing the lives of everyone around them. Do you even aware now when your book is live and every one of us who read it, you are actually touching our hearts and changing our lives? What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, that is exactly the main objective of my writing this book, that, you know, I need to tell people that they have something in control. Okay, like also give uh, give you a little bit of background to it, that, you know, um, because as I shared in my book, as well, that I have some sort of like psychic abilities, you can say that I do get the clairvoyance, the vision about the future, and um, and, and I have the family background that like my father was a palmist, and my uncle was a palmist, even my maternal grandfather uh, was a great palmist, so you know like people were into it, and of course from there I learned the palmistry, and I got into it, and, and I started reading palms of a lot of people, Mm-hmm. And when I actually read the poem, I used to pre- predict the future. Also, I used to get the clairvoyance about the vision or something that's going to happen or not, and that actually bothered me a lot. And I said, like, why it happens always the same way as I predict, <laughs> or uh, if I have the vision, like if if 
it is meant to be, though, then what control do we have? So that question used to bother me a lot. That, mm -hmm. that means, like, I used to think a lot about it, that what power do we have? Do we really have free will or not? So mm. this book is all about that question, you know, and I try to answer this question that do we have free will or not? Mm. I I cracked this code, I would say, and that's why I wrote this, the, the algorithm of life that, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's like free will we have, but it's, it's uh, a very little window we have. Mm. to uh, gain control over our lives, to mm. use free will in a right manner. Mm. And if we don't know how to use the free will, it is most likely that we follow the pattern mm. that is given to us. You know, it's like a lot of people are following the same pattern that has been given to them. That is the path that was chosen for them. Mm. It's, they hardly have to do anything. For this. Mm. They may say that they have free will. They they say that they can choose whatever they want to. But mm -hmm. if you look at their patterns, it's hardly that they have any control over their lives. You know, even mm -hmm. if you see a lot of people are just going on an autopilot mode, they say, okay, whatever the society has given them and they, they say that society has ever, uh, tells them that, you know, you need to get a degree, you need to get a career in that particular job. Uh, feel they need to get married to a certain family to have that name you, they need to have titles so they are chasing all these things blindly right they think that they are choosing it they think that they are choosing the career they think that they are choosing the person who are, uh, who are marrying to it's somehow not like that you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's something more to it Mm -hmm. And uh, that is what exactly I've written, like how we can actually take the power. Mm -hmm. So in in my opinion, the, the uh, here I would actually quote Shakespeare, which mm -hmm. I've also written, uh, given the example in my book also that, you know, uh, Shakespeare said in his play, as you like it, he said that, you know, this world is a stage mm -hmm. and all of us are just the character and we come into the world, mm -hmm. play a role and exit. And according to my concept, yes, this world is a stage mm -hmm. and all of us are given certain role. Okay, mm -hmm. we come into this world, we have to play our part and of course we exit. Mm -hmm. And But here is my uh, concept is that, you know, when we come into this world, we might have certain role mm -hmm. that was given by the destiny mm -hmm. or by the universe. But the thing is that we can choose mm -hmm. to take it or rejected and choose the role that we want mm -hmm. for example if maybe a person who is born in some slums of india mm -hmm. or maybe of in any country which is poor and they are very poor in country and they're not privileged enough uh, and the the destiny that he has been given to is to you know follow the same path and like he he will follow uh he will he's born in the poor family he will remain in this condition and he will die in this condition right mm -hmm. but if the person decides or chooses mm -hmm. that he does not want this destiny he wants to be a person like Elon Musk mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm saying that yes that is very much possible mm -hmm. but there is a catch to it like you have to work around it you need to realize that if you stay in that uh, track mm -hmm. or in that destiny 
you will be following the same destiny. You need to not only change the mindset, you need to know that how these things work. Mm -hmm. So that in that, uh, like what I have given in the book also, like I said that all these destinies are just like the train tracks. Mm -hmm. For example, <clears throat> and we have been given, we have been given on the uh, on certain track. Mm -hmm. So if the person who is, let's say, not so privileged, who is, uh, on the track of the like less privileged track he will be on the same track he will uh, have all the events because all the events everything is uh, decided mm -hmm. nothing is like you know I would say that nothing is not decided as Shakespeare said this world is a stage it's a pre-written drama already the big bang is meant to happen everything even like if you can say this conversation is meant to happen mm -hmm. the same way exactly but your soul and my soul decided to be in this role. Mm -hmm. That's why we are witnessing this. Mm -hmm. So anyways, coming back to this point. So if the person was on the track and less privileged and want to be on a track of someone like Elon Musk, so what he wants to do is he wants to have, first of all, have a purpose in life that, okay, I don't want to be in this situation. I want to be in others. He needs to, if we remain on the same track, he will keep witnessing the same events. That is it. He needs to change the track mm -hmm. because that's how, it, but the here, the problem is because as I said, like every role, every thing is already written in this world. It mm -hmm. is meant to happen the same way. So the other person is already on the other track. Uh -huh. He has to push that person from the track to gain the destiny, mm -hmm. right? And that's that's the main problem. That how can he do that? And so, the thing is that when he, the only power I said that we have to change the track is our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Thoughts is the only thing, and and it's like it's proven. Um, biologically, neuroscience uh, mm -hmm. also proven that, and quantum physics also proven that mm -hmm. that our thoughts are, you know, is energy is a pure form of energy. You know, mm -hmm. like when whenever we think, some sort of electrochemical uh, reactions happen in our brain that create some energy, and that you can see that you know um, that if you see if you know the neuroplasticity that changes mm -hmm. the inner physiology of our brain mm -hmm. by thinking pattern you know mm -hmm. if you're thinking positive we are changing the physiology of our brain mm -hmm. now quantum physics also proves that that when we have when we produce such positive energy when we produce mm -hmm. any energy mm -hmm. it creates certain frequency mm -hmm. and that frequency sends the signal in the universe and creates in town entanglement Mm -hmm. That is called quantum entanglement. Mm -hmm. So thoughts have the power to actually not only change the physiology of the brain, but mm -hmm. also have the power to change the surrounding, to mm -hmm. grab, to attract the events in our life. Mm -hmm. So our thoughts become the magnet, which mm -hmm. actually attract all the events that maybe is meant to be happen in someone else's destiny, which we want. And we grab this. If the other person on that track has already realized the purpose, you, you won't be able to uh, push him from the uh, track. But if that person has not realized the purpose, it's easy to push them from the track and then take that destiny for yourself. And, and you must have witnessed that um, once you decide about something, 
you start meeting people from that you know from from uh, uh from like it's, it's like a miracles like you start witnessing miracles and, and you start meeting people who help you uh, achieve your goal in life mm -hmm. right and and that's how it is like when you realize your purpose you have to have that burning desire the thoughts mm -hmm. your repetitive thoughts to attract the event and then you see the events will come in your life as a miracle Mm -hmm. Or it could be a misfortune also. I would just say that oh, it's not always the miracle, but you need to trust the plan that if you have realized the purpose, if you have that burning desire, mm -hmm. then you will go there and you will actually somehow achieve the goal because that's how this works. Mm -hmm. So that's in short. <laughs> I, your, I concept, your concept is, is yeah. truly interesting and i yeah. love the fact that you say the algorithm of life uh you know that i was programmer and i think in algorithms <laughs> yeah. and actually in my book i also have yeah. algorithms but what wow. is beautiful is that i am aware of my purpose i became aware after certain things happened in my life so my own awakening set me from one path which was completely different to the path that i'm now on yeah where I am who I truly am, where I truly enjoy and help people. And uh, I know how good it is to know your purpose. I know how excited you are every time you need to do something. I know how people just show up. To Tonight I'm going to an event with such people. What is your purpose? Yes, very good question. Thank you so much for asking me. And as I actually mentioned uh, earlier also, you know, when I was going through that period of depression and suicidal thoughts, mm -hmm. and, and then when I realized this, that, you know, we have certain things in our in our hand and we can change. And, and, and that, at that point in time, I decided, you know, that's my mission that, you know, I need to share this information knowledge with the people and mm -hmm. help them guide you know because what i have gone through a lot of people uh, are already going through and mm -hmm. if you know my thoughts or my information my knowledge can help them mm -hmm. so that's my mission is that you know to help people uh or to share knowledge and help them succeed in their life mm -hmm. so that's exactly and and you can see like all around my activities that you know I write articles about it I conduct live shows and podcasts mm -hmm. and I recently also conducted that like the challenge and I also have the platform which I actually included like to save lives project so mm -hmm. it's my main mission or my purpose is to share knowledge and to help people that's it. <laughs> And that's so generous from you. And this is what I feel. I completely agree. Like, especially when the science comes on the stage uh, and the quantum physics confirms something, you know. Yes. But it is true. Society set us in a kind of boxes, in a kind of, you know, paths and expects from us to do something. I mean, mm -hmm. the same with me. Uh, we live in a different part of the world, but it's not so different. Actually, I, I'm 40 years old. And, and and I am a wife and a mother and I follow that part. I finished college. You know how it goes. Yeah. And then I realized, wait a minute. I just, this is, no, this is not me. Mm -hmm. And then is where the ship happened. But uh, in these days, we are witnessing a lot of difficulties in the world uh, from 
a lot of different parts of the world uh, where people somewhere have, somewhere don't have free will at all. How do you view free will? And what is exactly free will for you? Yeah, this is, um, as as I told you that, you know, it's um, free will, we have a very small window to actually play with or play our part or to take the control because um, I just say that free will remains an illusion of control because a lot of people think that they have control, but actually they don't. Mm -hmm. So in order to take that control back, mm -hmm. it's basically they need to realize their purpose again. I mean, they don't need to follow blindly that what is happening in the world. It's it's okay. Like, yes, recession is going to happen. Maybe the inflation is going high and th there's lots of things which are not very positive indicator but you need to see that you know people in those circumstances also flourish mm. and it's not always that you know that um, everyone dies during the recession time or inflation there are people who actually flourish and they nurture their business and uh, businesses and those are the ones who know exactly what they want from their lives mm -hmm. and uh, what to do what to expect from uh, from their own self mm -hmm. uh, so for me or from like uh my advice to them is that you know they need to find out their purpose they need to find out no matter whatever the situation is i am as i also gave you the example that the person might have born in the less privileged environment circumstances mm -hmm. but the thing is they need to set a goal they need mm -hmm. to have something in the mind in in their life and mm -hmm. that goal or that purpose should not be coming from society that purpose should come from within exactly. you know it's it's like it's uh i i must tell you here that the purpose of life is not to earn money this is the fake illusion that is created by the created. society. Yeah, Absolutely. we created it. It's, it's just exactly. It's it's because the society tells us that if you have certain amount of bank balance, if you have certain titles with you, mm -hmm. then you would be happy. You will be loved. And that's not true. No, it's not true at all. Mm -hmm. It's it's okay not to have millions of dollars in the account, but it should be enough for your sustainability I and mean, you if you can sustain your life if you can maintain manage your life with your kids you have good friend circle if you have loved one in your life that is enough for you yes. it's oh there is you shouldn't go into the rat race yeah so first thing that you need to connect I mean whoever like the people who are in the negative circumstances or who are suffering in uh, or who are like going through some adversities in life, they need to connect with themselves and find out the real meaning of the life for them. Mm -hmm. Not something that, you know, whatever the society has been telling them to. This is so beautiful and so true. We, as a humanity, need to awaken, to increase the level of awareness and consciousness to realize that life is much more than we can see and what people have created. I always say, you know, all these buildings and computers and jobs. I mean, humans made that. That's yeah. not the core. That's not the source of life. But when we connect to that source, then although we have a small window, it's enough. 
It's enough space for us to flourish and to grow. And this is why I love your mission. I am truly grateful to meet someone like you. And we share the same path. I'm helping people to do what they love because they spend like two-thirds two of their lifetime working something. Okay, mm -hmm. then let's work in alignment with your purpose and really create the environment just like you described. I'm I'm very, very, very grateful that you came. Now we're Thank going you. to have a little bit of fun. You know, that, that, that second <laughs> yeah. part of the interview. Yeah. I will ask you a few quick questions. You have like uh, 10 seconds just to answer me. It's okay. very quick. <laughs> and you will hear yeah. this when the time is okay. up. Okay, just a little pressure to spice sure. it up. Okay. Uh, so just the title. What's your favorite book? Okay. My favorite book, like I will have two. Uh, mm -hmm. Think and Grow Rich. And it's uh, and Paulo Kilo's um, Alchemist. These two are my all-time favorite books. Wow! Like, yeah, we definitely, yeah, we're <laughs> definitely in alignment. I I adore both yeah. books. Napoleon Hill actually created something back then that he maybe didn't even know how he is going to impact the whole world. Absolutely. And alchemists don't even, like, when I read it, I think I was in, back in high school. I didn't understand anything. And I know. Then but I then came you back. Realize, yes, yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I can relate that, you know, first time you read it, and, oh, it looks a bit childish. But then, yeah, it's then like, you actually you start reading and then you will say oh my god this is such a deep philosophy and, yeah. and i heard him actually saying that he he what he didn't became famous because of alchemist no one actually understood it back then <laughs> but later yeah, on people started yeah. reading all his books so he here here yeah. he is uh what do you like to do in your spare time yeah, I like to read a lot, uh, read books, and I also like to cook, <laughs> cooking oh. and baking. I really like to do something different, different, trying different recipes, different cuisine. So and that's really it's good. So beautiful. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, the most lovely moments with my family is when I when I cook something for my husband, yeah. for my husband and my son, and yeah. they're like, oh, "This was so." Actually, it happened yesterday. So oh, wow. yeah, I, it's such a beautiful feeling. My Absolutely. mom was a professional chef. Yeah. Uh, and I learned a lot from her. I'm not cooking every day, but when I do, I really <laughs> put oh, okay. all my heart in and I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's see, what would be the third question? Okay, um, now when we are facing a lot of challenging these days, it was COVID or it still is, I don't know. Here yeah. it's like fine, but I see somewhere else it's not. The war is going on. A lot of things are happening on, on, you know, now in Iran and all of that. It's just creating um, like a foggy picture of the world and how humanity really is. From a professional standpoint, as a psychologist, what would be your message or what would be your advice to people how to look or not even look at these events and how to keep themselves and their families in their own bubble? Yeah, I mean that's a very good question. So I will because... not I will not ring a bell because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It's, we will need more time. Yes, it's a it's a very good question. And I would say that if each one of us should mm -hmm. take the responsibility, the world will, will become a better place. We need to just start practicing kindness. 
yes. kindness to our own self and to others. First thing is like to our own self. We need to be kind to ourselves because if we are not kind to ourselves, we cannot be kind to the other people. Exactly. So first of all, we, as I even said, that we need to connect with ourselves, mm -hmm. find out who we are, and then let go of our own inhibitions because unless we don't forgive ourselves, we won't forgive other people. Exactly. So that's very important that we need to be kind to ourselves and kind to other in every possible uh, possible way. Because mm -hmm. like, uh, it, and it should not only be for our like uh, immediate family. It should mm -hmm. be, uh, we try to find, I mean, uh, opportunity to practice this kindness. For example, if we go to a grocery store and if someone is unable to pick up something, just help them, just be there. Mm -hmm. just to smile to other people because there's already so much frustration going on you don't have to add something more to it try to be one person that you know just bring a little mm -hmm. in uh happiness in someone's life mm -hmm. just smile to other person just lend them ear uh to you know just listen to the problem if someone is not let's say in touch with you or maybe uh, they, uh, don't take it personally that okay that person is ignoring you just give the message say hi to them you don't know what is, what they're going through exactly. maybe your message exactly. could enlighten them and mm -hmm. just give tell them tell people some positive message about others they like you don't know what they are going through mm -hmm. so i would just say just spread happiness and take this responsibility i mean i think if we all should take the responsibility Seriously, the world will become better place. I couldn't agree more. Be that small light, yes. at, at least lighten up others and the light will grow. Absolutely. And that's that's truly how it is. But but a lot of people need to realize, and as you said, connect with themselves. Uh, find out who they truly are and then live from that space and not like living from all of these spaces around them and looking what other people No, we have one life we need to cherish it and to do the best for us and for the people around in kindness can do so much we're not even aware we're not even aware and i think it's 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 the wave that is actually growing and that awareness in the world is growing although we have all of these difficulties as a humanity, we always had, but a lot more people are coming out from the darkness to the light. And, and here we are, at least they will meet us. And I believe everyone who is listening to us are on the same path. I thank you from the core of my heart for being my guest. I truly enjoyed and I hope you did too. Thank you so much. Yes, it was a pleasure. And as you know already that I always love talking to you and I really, really enjoy whatever, like the work you're doing. Um, it's really, I mean, good to see that people like you are on the same mission. Like, you know, as you said, that helping people, you are spreading this positive message. And um, and it's like, you know, our missions are quite aligned. And, and that's why I always enjoy our interaction. So thank yes. you so much for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. We will leave the link for your book sure. in the comments. And tell thank us you. just quickly where people can find you and how they can reach out to you if they wish. Yeah, the, the best 
platform is LinkedIn because mm. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, my uh, website is thepsychologytalks.com. Mm -hmm. They can actually go through and uh, go there and check uh, my latest whatever blogs and uh, whatever like the latest maybe webinar or coming. So I'll just post there. Uh, mm -hmm. But the best uh, platform is LinkedIn because I'm very active there. And actually we met there. So yes, yes definitely. <laughs> yes, thank you thank once you. again. I wish you a lovely day and uh, we will see each other soon. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.